Thank you for tuning in to Out of Love. This is yet another episode that is a message. And the message for today is to count the cost. We have hit 150 plays and I'm thankful for the community that we are building. And I just pray that this episode will bless you in many ways. Now, without dragging things on too long, let's just jump straight into this message. And I pray that this blesses your heart and causes you to reflect on your walk with Yeshua. to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost? All who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish? Or what king going to war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Luke chapter 14, 26 to 33. Out of love, I want to urge you to count the cost. As I walk this walk with Yeshua, I tend to meet people at various stages. There are those who do not know about Yeshua at all. There are those who've heard about him but don't care to seek him. There are those who are questioning and seeking to see if he is real and true. There are those who have confessed that he is their savior. They do not listen to him. And there are those who confess him as Lord and Savior and truly walk in his ways. I've seen many people begin to follow Yahweh, only to choose to walk away from his goodness. I heard of pastors, leaders, and youth who have faced tough situations in life and as a result have left their first love, Yeshua. Maybe you have realized that there must be a creator. There must be someone who can help you out of the darkness that you are in. And when you heard about the Lord and his mercy, grace, and ability to deliver, you chose to follow him, which is amazing news. For scripture says in Luke 15, 10, that there is a joy in the presence of the angels of Yah over one sinner who repents. I too am truly filled with joy when someone chooses everlasting life in Yeshua. But at this point in my walk, I always wonder if they truly understand what it is that they are signing up for. Do they understand what baptism means? Are they aware of what being a follower of Yeshua looks like? Did they count the cost? So let me ask you, did you count the cost? John 3.16 shows that Yahweh had to give his own son in order to show his love for us and that he died for us while we were yet sinners. It's beautiful. When you think about all Yeshua went through as an act of love, it may cause emotions to stir, causing you to hastily choose to follow after him. But this decision isn't one that you should make without truly considering what it will cost you. So what is it? What is the cause to following Yeshua? And according to my calculations, 
hold on. Let me grab a calculator. Cut the one, carry the five. Take that this one and divide it by. It will cost you everything. To be honest, I could end this sermon right here. But I believe that sometimes we don't truly think about what everything encompasses. In the passage for today, in verse 28, it said, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Now, if you are like me, you may have just skimmed over it and said, okay, I get the concept. But let's think about it. A lot goes into building a house or a building, let alone a tower. You have to think about the foundation, the wiring, the location, the laborers, the material, the structure, the time frame it may take you. This isn't as easy as estimating how much a candy bar may be. It requires thought, careful consideration. Let me tell you today that your soul is far more important than a physical building. So why is it that we do not think about what it would cost us to have eternal life in y'all? Before we start looking into what everything encompasses, let me give a disclaimer. By no means am I saying that you are saved by giving everything. You are saved because Yeshua gave everything. By faith, we are saved through Yeshua. Yet we were called to be followers, servants, Christ-like, giving up our will for His, and that is what we are focusing on. So, what exactly is everything? Is it a hyperbole? An exaggeration? Does it mean most of what you have? Is it talking about physical possessions? Well, let me ask you this question. Can you name one thing that is worth your soul being lost? Is there a person, an experience, a feeling, a drink, a drug? Is there anything worth being separated from a loving God for eternity? You have to think about this because there are going to be things that this world will offer you. And if you haven't been tempted yet, you will be. Being a follower of Yeshua will require you to not conform to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern his will, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. You are signing up to not live nor respond the way the world does, but to fully surrender your life unto Yahweh. So what does this mean? Being a follower of Yeshua means choosing him over worldly parties, choosing Yahweh over doing drugs, choosing Yah over your fear, choosing Yahweh over your pride, choosing Yah over that boy or that girl that you have no business being with, choosing Yahweh over your family, choosing Yah over your own will, choosing Yah over your life's plans, choosing Yah over the things you value most, choosing Yahweh over man's traditions, choosing Yah over your job, choosing Yahweh over your past traumas, over your trends, over what you don't want to do. Should I keep going? All right, I will. Choosing him over your children, over your valleys, on your mountaintops, even when you don't have the answers, over your sexual desires, when you are alone, when you are in a crowd, when you don't know what is next, choosing y'all when it is hard to do so. I know that the difficulties of following Yeshua aren't talked about much, 
At times, it could feel like everyone has it all together but you. But let me be the first to admit that this walk with Yeshua can be challenging. If you look throughout the Bible, you see that everyone who followed Yeshua had difficulties in their lives. David's best friend's dad continually tried to kill him. He lost his first child with Bathsheba. Samson's bride betrayed him. He was taken advantage of, blinded, and humiliated. Yeshua's disciples were beaten, imprisoned, mocked, and even martyred for following him. You will face tough times in this life, but when you choose to follow Yahweh, you are proclaiming that nothing that will come against you will be worth you denying him. Scripture says in Romans 8.18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. We have to understand that following Yeshua will make us look crazy because no matter how good or bad things get, we refuse to let go of the lover of our soul. Choosing to be his disciple requires you to have faith in Yah at all times and not to resort to the world's way of handling stress and success. The world runs to weed. We run to Yeshua. The world runs to alcohol. We run to Yeshua. The world runs to sex. We run to Yeshua. The world runs to self-praise. We give Yeshua the praise. The world wants to have control over their life. We give our control of our lives over to Yeshua. Those who counted the cause and choose to stick with Yahweh will resonate with Romans 8, verses 35 and 37 through 39, which says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Yah and Yeshua, Messiah, our Lord. What is more valuable than Yahweh? Who is more faithful? Who is more loving? Who has done more for you? Who has given you life? Who is the creator of everything good? Who is more truthful than Yahweh? Who is more providing? Who has more riches? Who has more knowledge and wisdom? Who is more forgiving? Who is more compassionate? Simply put, there is no one like Yahweh, and there is nothing better than Yahweh. He has more worth than everything created, and he is offering himself to you. There is two parables that show the worth and value of Yahweh and his kingdom. This can be found in Matthew 13, starting at verse 44. And this is the parable of the hidden treasure. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And in verse 45, you'll see the parable of the pearl of the great price, who when he has found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Notice that the man and the merchant found something so valuable that nothing that they had was worth holding on to. There wasn't anything that they wouldn't relinquish to obtain what they found. Yahweh is perfect and he is the greatest gift in all existence. He is worthy of your all. 
Because of this, anything less than your full surrender makes you unfit to be his disciple. Going back to the main passage. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. When you look up the word hate in the Strong's, you will see that it means to detest, to love less, esteem less, or to love less. And I believe the correct interpretation in this verse is to love less. You can't say that you had something important to do for your family instead of doing what Yahweh wanted you to do. He even told the disciples to let the dead bury the dead because Yeshua understood that this calling is more important than family obligations. We see this in Luke chapter 9, starting at verse 57. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Yeshua said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Yeshua said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Yeshua said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. There is nothing more important in this life than the will of Yahweh. There is no excuse that we can think of that will be sufficient for why we didn't follow Yeshua. And going back to our main verse, continue at verse 27. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cause? whether he has sufficient to finish it. Less happily, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all the behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. This is the issue that I see. If you do not count the cause when you begin following Yeshua, you are going to run into something that will have you contemplating throwing in a towel. Just like the workers that didn't have enough material to finish the building, you will find yourself not enduring to the end of this walk. So how much material does it take to build the tower? Or should I ask, what parts of your life do you have to give to Yahweh to be a disciple of his? Well, let's jump down to verse 33. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. This is made clear that it will cost you everything. Every part of your life is to be given unto Yahweh. The good the bad, the ugly, the doubts, the success, the scary, you name it. If you do not count this cause, you will find yourself being like those who will say they didn't know. You may not say it verbally, but outwardly. Depending on your reason for turning away, you'll show that. You didn't know that you were to submit to your husband. You didn't know that you would have to stop fornicating. You didn't know that you have to trust y'all when you lost your job. You didn't know that you have to seek him diligently. You didn't know that you have to trust him in the hardest times of your life. You didn't know that you have to control your anger and be kind. You didn't know that you would have to put down certain foods or ideologies. You didn't know just means that you didn't count the cost.
Thank you all for tuning in into this episode. Um, I want to apologize for how long it took for this episode to come out. I'm not going to lie, you all. I have edited this episode at least four times. I don't know what's going on, but I'm glad that the Lord was able to use me for his glory. And I just pray that this was able to bless you. Um, By no means am I trying to convince people not to choose Yeshua. I just want them to understand the depths of this decision. Um, Because I see too many people walk away from the Lord. um, And I'm starting to think that they're missing a piece of understanding what it is that we have to deny while we're walking this walk with him. This is what this uh, episode was for. But if you're enjoying this so far, you know, leave a comment, contact me on Facebook or through uh, Messenger. But without further ado, let's get back into it. Now, I know it may sound harsh and or insensitive, but Yahweh revealed something to me while preparing for this sermon. Everything he asked you to do for him, he has already done for you. He paid a price for us and it cost him his life. He denied all sin to make a way for you to have eternal life. He was mocked, beaten, betrayed, homeless, tempted, and crucified for you. He could have stayed on his throne where everything is just how he likes it, but he was willing to come down and die for you to live forever. If you have Yeshua in you, then you will model what Yahweh did in his act of love. Yahweh gave himself as a sacrifice through Yeshua because he loves you so much. Likewise, the Holy Spirit who is Yah in us will cause us to be a living sacrifice unto Yahweh who we love so much. It's in his nature to love at that degree. And his nature is in the Holy Spirit that we now possess within us. Will you give yourself as a living sacrifice to Yahweh? Will you choose his will over yours? Will you be committed to dying daily by putting off the things that will separate you from Yahweh? To be honest, it's the best deal ever. If you think about it, Yahweh is asking you to give up the things that will harm you, the things that will never satisfy you, the people that will pull you away from life. He is asking you to have faith in him when you don't know what to do, when you are facing difficult decisions. And by doing so, you can have the one who will never cause you harm. The one who has a place for you where there is no more pain or suffering, no more tears, trauma, depression, disappointment. Place where there is no sin. But you have the all-powerful God in your corner. He's asking you to choose eternal life over the temporary pleasures and experiences of this world that will lead to separation between you and him. Here I want to share a unique insight that I believe Yahweh placed on my heart. If I was to ask you, what is the price of perfection? How much would you say it would cost? Anything short of everything is not a good answer. It will cost you everything. But you see, even if we gave Yahweh everything, we still wouldn't deserve perfection. So in order for us to get perfection, Yahweh, who is perfect, had to give his all through his son, Yeshua, so that we can have perfection in him. For the cause of perfection 
is something that we cannot in our own selves purchase nor obtain. It takes someone who is perfect to deserve perfection. Please listen to what I am saying. You have to count the cost. Think about the pros and cons and truly consider if this walk is something that you are willing to endure. I truly wish that it is your desire to walk this walk of life with us. But I also want you to understand that this is a difficult walk at times. So count the cost. You do not want to be like a child in a candy store that after every single thing that you walk past or go through every aisle that you walk through, you have to check the price to see if it's worth you to make that purchase. Instead, you want to be that person who knows exactly what it is that you want and you go in ready to give all that you have for that item. But if you are sold, if you are persuaded, firmly placed, firmly standing on the promises of God, choose to endure to the end. Give him your all as he has given you his all. And with that being said, out of love, I want to persuade you to count the cost. Amen.